if you want to be in the top 3% of the most successful people on the planet, you absolutely need to watch this video because there's something that's absolutely killing your chances, it's affecting your focus, it's crippling your motivation, and it's ruining your ability to think clearly. And that problem is overstimulation. I'm not a gambler, but unless you can tackle this, I would absolutely bet money on you being in probably the exact same place five years from now. And if what I say annoys you, you need to watch this video to the end because I'm going to help you completely overcome the overstimulation problem so you can achieve your goals. So question, why is it so hard for us to stay motivated and focused without getting distracted by social media, Reddit, porn, YouTube, and video games? Because in my research for this video, I came across a book that blew my mind. It's a book called Dopamine Nation by psychiatrist Dr. Anne Lemke. I'm probably butchering that name. But in the book, Lemke argues that the modern world is turning everyone into addicts. People hooked, not on alcohol or drugs, that too, but to a very addictive chemical called dopamine. So listen to this next bit because it's extremely important. To understand why our motivation and focus is screwed, we need to understand what dopamine is and why it's absolutely essential. Okay, so dopamine is a chemical that occurs naturally in the brain that helps us feel motivated. When we do things we enjoy like playing Destiny 2 or eating a juicy steak, our brain releases dopamine and we feel good. This effect is called the dopamine reward feedback loop. But here's the interesting thing about dopamine, okay? If we do too much of any dopamine releasing activity, our brain becomes desensitized and we need more of that activity to trigger that same effect. And this is what gets you addicted and makes it impossible to focus on any of the important tasks that aren't as interesting, like, you know, writing this YouTube script, for example. So this is what gets you addicted and makes it impossible to focus on tasks that aren't as interesting. You've trained your dopamine addicted brain to say, you know, screw this book, let's load up Pornhub or play Zelda instead. And over time, the urge becomes too strong to resist and addiction is created and this is the vicious cycle everyone's trapped in. It's almost impossible to make any decent progress when you're hooked on these spikes of dopamine that destroy your ability to focus. We're humans. We evolved to hunt, build, forage, and explore the world, as the liver king would say, right? And that's what our brain is wired for, but that system has been hijacked completely, and that's why you're stuck where you are. Hijacked by who and what for? Well, this is where things get dark. Turn the video off of 1.5 times speed and listen to me carefully because you need to understand this next part. There's something terrifying that they don't want you to know. Almost every company in our society takes advantage of this dopamine reward system in our brains to release as much dopamine as possible and keep us coming back for more. And this is why the most popular video games have a ranking and reward system that keeps hitting you with surges of dopamine with every new level you reach. This is why social media platforms switch to an algorithm-based feed. The algorithm knows the content that triggers the biggest dopamine spikes in your specific brain and then it feeds it to you. This is also why the type of porn that you watch can get more and more extreme just to keep the dopamine flowing, okay? Not me, I don't watch the stuff of course, uh, but you, right? So you're an addict and it isn't your fault, everyone is. But as my granddad Jidu Krishnamurti said, it's no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society. And it might shock you, but okay, he's not really my granddad 
understand that. Now you've probably figured this out by now, but the modern world is an environment absolutely packed with hyper stimulating dopamine triggering stuff and it kills your potential. So let me prove it to you with a little story about John, okay? John's a software developer who just started building an affiliate marketing business on the side and he wants to leave his job, build his business and earn his freedom. So he's been pretty successfully carrying out a couple of hours a day for it and he has the time because you know he's not a big social media user so he only uses Instagram occasionally to network until one day a video appeared that caught his eye okay it was a meme video that made him laugh he didn't know how Instagram had you know decent videos like that so he started watching more of them and as time went by John found himself spending more and more time watching Instagram videos. So he would spend hours scrolling through his feed and every time he loaded up Instagram, he'd be pulled into watching another few or hundred videos. Sometimes he'd put his phone down to find that he'd been watching for an hour or two or five and after a while, he couldn't resist the urge to keep watching. John didn't know it, but his brain was being flooded with dopamine every time he loaded up another Instagram video. So the more he watched, the more his brain craved dopamine. He'd become addicted to the constant stimulation of Instagram videos, and it was making it impossible to focus on his work. When he sat down to work on his business, he started feeling his anxious, you know, jittery feeling like he'd had too much coffee. And John's progress on his business died. This is what hyperstimulation and dopamine addiction does. It makes it impossible for you to focus, it trains your brain to only respond to meaningless and pointless content, and it cripples your motivation by turning you into a hamster on a wheel, constantly craving that next dopamine hit that you know your work will never satisfy. So now we've blown the lid off, how do we reverse this process and get our brains back? How do we take back control of our lives and say a big F you to the companies that are making money off of making us addicts? How do you become a part of the 3% who create things instead of just being you know, another passive consumer? So I've got a solution. I need to warn you though, your dopamine addicted brain won't like it in the beginning, but it's going to completely change your life and it won't take long. This is going to be seven days. Okay, it's called a dopamine detox. Dopamine detox, otherwise known as dopamine fasting, is a term first coined by Dr. Cameron Super. I'm probably butchering that name, a Harvard psychiatrist from California. And what is a dopamine detox? Okay, a dopamine detox is where you fast from dopamine releasing activities for a set period of time. So this will allow your brain sensitivity to dopamine to reset back to normal baseline levels. And it will take a bit of time, but eventually, your brain will stop craving hyper-stimulating sources of dopamine like social media or your smartphone. As it does this, it'll start getting hits of dopamine from normal activities that, you know, actually help you achieve your goals, okay? Like writing, reading, or even just sitting there thinking about a problem that you have or building a business. Basically, hard things will become much easier and more pleasurable and your work will become interesting again. You'll be more able to focus focus and perform deep creative work that will give you the biggest results in your life. Also, you'll become more present and able to enjoy things, okay? For example, can you imagine eating plain rice for a year and then eating a piece of chocolate cake? 
okay? You'd probably go crazy with pleasure. This is the kind of effect that we're looking for with the dopamine detox. But don't worry, okay? You're not just gonna eat plain rice, although there is a diet called, you know, the potato diet that people are using to uh, reset their dopamine when it comes to food as well. But uh, you don't need to do that, okay? You can explore that on your own if you want. So exactly how do we do a dopamine detox? Well, we're going with a system that I call a hard reset. It's high impact in a short amount of time and it absolutely works, okay? For seven days, you're gonna follow a set of strict rules, which I'm going to explain now. Rule number one, break up with your phone. The first rule involves something that will change your life if you take it seriously. Pretty much everyone is a smartphone zombie now, okay? But not you, not anymore, okay? You're going to reclaim your focus by killing the thing that drains it the most, your smartphone. You're going to break up with it now because we're just doing seven days, okay? We can be quite radical in our options, okay? It's just seven days. There are two options you can choose here. Option one involves switching out your smartphone for a dumb phone, okay? Just buy a cheap Nokia 105, which should only cost like 10 bucks or something, okay? Do not use your smartphone at all for the full duration of the reset. Now, you might be thinking, you know, Dylan, I need my phone for work, etc. but I ask you to challenge that. Do you really need your phone for the things that you think you do? Will you die without, you know, Google Maps or Uber Eats or is this just the addiction talking, okay? Now, assuming that you've answered really honestly with yourself and actually do need your phone, we're going to make some big changes to the way that you use it, okay? Firstly, you're going to delete all of your apps that distract you. Social media apps, games, definitely games while we're on that topic. I mean, if you're looking to be successful and you refuse to delete games from your phone, I'm gonna be placing another bet, okay? Next, once you've deleted all of the useless, distracting apps, there's another super important step. But let me ask you something important first, okay? Isn't it insane that your phone has successfully trained you like a dog? You hear a bell or a ding and you come running for a little bit of dope me. It's pretty crazy and your phone should be used by you, okay? Not the other way around. And that's why we're shutting it up. We're turning off all notifications. Yes, all notifications are gone, okay? And lastly, have you ever wondered why a lot of apps use the color red? Well, check your phone now if you don't believe me. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Why? It's an intentional choice by developers because the color red triggers something in our brains to pay your attention. And that's why we're taking a tip from the amazing book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and making your bad habit, in this case, you know, your phone, boring. We're turning it to grayscale. On an iPhone, you can find the grayscale option by going to settings, accessibility, display and text size, and then color filters, where you're going to see the grayscale option. On Android, go to settings, accessibility, color, and display, and then choose the option, and then choose grayscale, toggle color correction on, easy. Rule number two, no social media. If you work, then only 30 minutes a day. We all know that nonstop social media destroys your productivity, but for a moment, let's dive into how social media hooks your dopamine reward system, because pay attention. When you understand this, you'll want to go and delete your accounts pretty much immediately, okay? So what keeps a user coming back to a social media platform like Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook? Are likes, 
comments, shares, retweets, etc. When you check your phone and get one of these reactions, your brain gets a flood of dopamine. It feels wonderful, but it also makes us want to check our social media accounts more often to get the more of the same feeling. So the problem is it's extremely addictive, potentially more than alcohol or food. Why? Because of a weird mechanism in the brain called intermittent reinforcement. So let me explain with a little thought experiment here, okay? Let's say I wanted to get you addicted to pressing a button, okay? What I would do is put you in a room with a button that gives you cake. Now, you might think that, you know, to get you addicted, I would give you cake every single time that you press the button. Not at all. What I would do is carefully engineer the system so that roughly one out of every five button presses give you cake, and the fact that a reward appears randomly will keep your brain way more engaged and addicted to the button than if a reward appeared every time, okay? That might sound a little bit insane, but this is what researchers discovered when they ran a series of experiments on rats. They found that rats pressed the button more frequently and for a longer period of time when a treat came intermittently. This is intermittent or partial reinforcement. It's why casinos have slot machines that are so addictive and it's the same effect, okay? But what else does this remind you of? Every time you're a fresh Instagram, aren't you also, you know, spinning that roulette wheel too? You know, you're like that rat pressing a button hoping for a treat. Except your treat is a like or a comment or any notification Social media has addiction built right into it. So for the seven day hard reset, it has to go. There's a small caveat though. I mean, if you need social media for work, only allow yourself 30 minutes per day. You might even find that it's all you really need. And the rest was just wasted time anyway throughout the day telling yourself you were using it for work when really you were just checking out your notifications in your feed. Rule number three is no video games, okay? Video games are one of the strongest sources of hyperstimulation that you can find. And there's a reason you can spend hours on a video game, but only 15 to 20 minutes on something actually challenging. But it isn't just focus that kills, it's your creativity and ability to solve complex problems. Have you ever noticed that when you get really into a video game, when you stop playing, you still end up thinking about the game as you go on about your day or you know, you're falling asleep. And this is the crazy part. Instead of solving problems and being creative in a way that you know matters in the real world, your brain is stuck figuring out how to progress in the game world and it's a completely wasted mental energy that could be spent on you know other more meaningful things so that's why games have got to go unplug your console log out of all of your accounts and do not allow yourself to log back in for the full duration of the reset you might find that seven days isn't enough it's pretty common that life starts feeling good again and you don't want to escape as much maybe you won't even you know want to go back which can only be a good thing rule number four no porn have you ever heard of the coolidge effect it's a pretty crazy phenomenon that describes how males can become sexually exhausted after having sex with the same partner over and over again However, if they're introduced to a new partner, sexual interest comes back again. It's like if you ate your favorite food every single day for a week, you'd probably eventually get tired of it. But if someone offered you, you know, a new and exciting dish, you might suddenly feel hungry again. Well, this effect is driven 
by, you know, you guessed it, the brain's dopamine system, okay? Which responds to new sexual stimuli with a rush of pleasure and motivation. Our sexuality is linked to our dopamine reward system because survival is the number one motivation for us as humans. And it's also why porn can become so addictive. We become desensitized and need to look for new types of stimulation to get the same effect. And this is why porn is gone for our seven day reset. You'll thank me later, okay? Rule number five, replace it all for reading, meditating, writing, walking, and working, okay? At this point, you might be thinking, you know, Jesus, Dylan, I'm not gonna try and be a monk. And to that, I would say yes. Yes, you are, okay? A modern monk. But I admit that just giving you a massive list of stuff you can't do is just unsustainable. We can't just take things away without thinking about how we're gonna replace them. So dopamine releasing activities were giving you something. What we want to do is scratch a similar itch, but in a way that helps you create the life that you want to live and become the person that you want to be. So this is why I want you to create a list of approved stuff that you can do during the seven days. And if you don't have it written down in times of emergency, you're going to be more tempted to back out of the challenge, you know, when it gets a bit tough. So I recommend picking a decent book, uh, fiction or non-fiction, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. Just reading anything is going to be good. Also, I recommend meditation because it's going to help you handle the cravings when they come and they definitely will. Um, you can also try writing, walking, drawing, playing an instrument, uh, working with deeper focus than you usually do. You'll have a lot more time on your hands, you'll notice, so plan ahead how you're gonna use it wisely. And here's a bonus, set yourself a meaningful goal for the seven days. This next thing isn't so much a rule, it's more of a question I want you to ask yourself, okay? It's deep, but it's important. So the question is this, when was the last time you did something you were really proud of? And a follow-up question, if you could achieve something you were proud of in the next seven days, what would it be? Seriously, think about it. Most of us, you know, we waste so much time that it's pretty much inconceivable that we could achieve something big in just a week. But you can. When you free up your time, your focus, and your energy, you'll be able to do things that you couldn't before, that you never thought were possible. You'll be like a newer and better version of yourself. And what I suggest is this, think of one goal that you want to focus on for the seven day hard reset. It could be learning to play a song on the guitar or writing a 5,000 word article on a topic that you love, whatever it may be, you know, reading a book that you've been procrastinating on reading, building a business, whatever it may be, pick something where if you completed it, you'd be proud of yourself for it. Because the world is full of cheap dopamine. But ultimately, when all is said and done, absolutely none of it can compare to the feeling that you get when you set a goal that's important to you, go through the challenges, and come through the other side. So with that in mind, good luck on your seven day reset, and tell us all about what you're gonna do by posting a comment below this video, and listen, if you're interested in how I personally make money online with my online business, check out the free training in the description below this video. And if you have any questions, like I mentioned, you know, comment below, I can reply to anything. I reply to all of my subscribers. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the notification bell, and check out this next video here. I'll see you on the other side.